Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. And welcome to Between the Mats. It's week four. We're here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I got my man, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, Junk. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's just me and you tonight, baby. Taking it back to the old school. The old school. <laughs> just the way it was started, baby. I know it, man. Yeah. I know it. Uh, how you doing? Everything I'm good. good? Everything's yeah. good, man. I had a whirlwind trip this Boy. weekend. <laughs> so, did you get some good sky miles? I did. I did. So, tell us where you went. Went to North Dakota State, the Fargo Dome. Sent me a video of the dome. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. They, I noticed they had that little banner up there yeah, yeah. just for people to notice. Yeah, you know. Like 84 national championships. Right. They just happened to put it right next to the big jumbotron. Right, so you right. just look over there occasionally. That's kind of like when I was in high school, we played uh, – when I was a ninth grader, we got to move up, you know, and during the playoffs. And we went to Barton and played. And they, they took you to the gym to get dressed, right? Mm-hmm. And you walk down this hall in the gym and there's like – 47 state championship banners you have to walk by. It's like, oh, you don't bought, don't worry about those. Yeah. So, don't know. pay no those of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but like, so I got there, you know, of course, I had to leave out early Saturday morning because we called the game at Greenbrier Friday night. Right. So I leave out, I get there just in time, run, get an Uber, take it to the hotel, drop my bag, jump back yep. in the Uber, get to the dome. And I get there just about 15 minutes before kickoff. So I didn't get to experience any of the tailgating. From what I understand, it's next level. Oh, I bet it is. Like, I mean, they sell out up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had. Of course, let's be honest, there ain't just a whole lot to do up there. <laughs> <laughs> right? But they did have a, they had a, I had a video of one of my buddies up there. We had a big group from Conway that went up there. Yeah. And uh, they went to this one tailgate, and they had live sardines that were swimming around this little table, and you had to blow it with a straw, and it was a sardine race, a live sardine race. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. What? <laughs> Well, only when you mix Arkansans in North Dakota. <laughs> but no, so, it was a experience. It was great, man. It was. You know, UCA did not play that great defensively, but I'm going to tell you that had a lot to do with North Dakota State. I'm sure it did. You the, know, I, I, I watched the game, you know, yeah. and you and I kind of text back and forth, and they didn't play very well defensively. Yeah. But like you said, there's a reason, probably a, a good reason for that. Well, and I was listening to Coach Brown's show a little bit before we started, and, and you know, he just talks about how efficient their quarterbacks were. Yeah. And they, they, they got they set up in some schemes and some formations that they didn't see on tape, and they did a good job. I mean, yeah. they were just had they had guys running wide open. And and I noticed early they really ran off the edge, and well, they did not call any holes. Oh my gosh, they it, were they were letting them hold pretty good yeah, on the edge. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty one sided for sure. Yeah, for sure. But you know, they come back, they lose to on the top in the country. Yeah. Come back and get ready for conference. It's got to be in the next couple of weeks, right? It starts this week. Does it? Yeah. Who they play? Abilene Christian, okay. which will be a tough one. Oh, it will be a tough yeah. one. That's right. I, I actually plan on going to that one. I'd forgotten that was this week. Clint, me and Clint got a little schedule. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, our sponsors. Yeah. We got some good ones. Man. Tell us a little bit about what you can expect from Call Your Roofing. Yeah, so good folks out there in Greenbrier, uh, just – Family-owned business, and they are, you know, salt-of-the-earth people, man. And I'll tell you, one thing, we kind of touched on this a few few uh, episodes yes, back. Yes, that's right. But one thing that sets them apart is they're licensed, bonded, 
and insured. That's right. And so they're legit. That's right. That, that That's what that means. Yes. And, and you're not going to necessarily get that with every company that's out there. There's a lot of them that aren't. There's a lot of them that aren't insured, and there's a lot of them that's aren't, that aren't licensed, and they just fly by the seat of their pants. And, and here's, here's what says a lot about them and how they do business. What does it cost to get a roof or a gutter estimate? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. It costs you the time it takes to dial their phone number or get on their website and say, I need you to come look at my roof. That's right. <laughs> and that says a lot. You know, the yeah. fact that they're legit, they're professional, and, hey, they've got our endorsement. Sure. I mean, you know, we're not going to sit here and talk about no way. everybody. I mean, we're, we're professionals. We, you're, you're in Linden. I'm in insurance. I, you know, my word means something. That's right. I'm not going to get behind everybody. No. But I do get behind them. Well, and the thing about it is, like, and that's one thing we asked them, you know, what what can we hit on that, that we can highlight about you? And they said, if you even have a, a inkling that your roof is bad or you, you might need a replacement, just call us. Yeah. And we'll come out and tell you. We'll give you a straight answer. Right. And they'll be honest with you. Yeah. They're not just trying to sell you. They don't need to sell you. They're they're so busy <laughs> they're that they don't, they don't have to do it. That's right. Uh, Globe Life. Man. Everett & Associates, Liberty National Everett & Associates, they have been, talk about busy. <laughs> I, I, some of their, their, you know, the Everett's are friends of ours, but also sure. some of their, their agents uh, and team leaders and are friends of ours. Right. And I talked to Jake Churchwell this weekend. Our boys play ball together. They don't slow down. No, they don't. And, and I mean, that's the kind of people I like to do business with. I like to do p- p- business with people who are hungry and are out to get business. That's right. And uh, because they're out there to work. They hustle. They hustle. Uh, and that means a lot to me. So, hey, if you need that, if, if you don't have an accident plan, that, that protector max, mm-hmm. uh, I tell you, I've, got, I've had two kids get hurt playing football this year. Not my own, but two of my own. My, and I never have had peewee kids break a bone. I had two this year. Well, so we had a Greenberg kid break a bone Friday. Yep. Broke an ankle. And then I was talking to somebody this afternoon, a uh, kid, another kid, uh, Arkansas high school football player, broke his ankle this weekend. Yep. So. Yeah, I know we had one that's having surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one you're mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those those are automatically paid benefits straight to the family. It doesn't matter who's paying for the, the surgery right. or the, the hospital or anything. This is money that goes to the family. Yes. Uh, cancer policies, let me tell you, if you have a family and when you look from your, your grandparents, parents, kids, somebody in your family is very likely going to go through cancer. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. that's, just the, that's just what we've got. Yes. And so I'm not going to get too far into details as far as pay, because I know that the benefits are different in different states and all that, but like, if I get cancer, my parent, my family's going to get a fifty thousand dollars check. Sure, that's that's big. Oh, yeah, day one, right? Day one, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So think about that. And then, of course, American Safeguard Insurance. Yeah, good folks over here. Absolutely. If you don't believe it, just ask them. That's right. <laughs> if, if you don't know if you need insurance from us, I'll tell you. You do. <laughs> All right, so tell us about tonight's show. All right, so a little bit more of the same. We've kind of got our outline set, you know, for the for the year. But basically, we're go, we got some new top tens. We'll yep, go through that's right. seven A and six A, and then we'll take a little break, do five A, four A. I then, guess I do ask you what the outline is every week, and it's pretty much it's been pretty the same way for four, four years now. <laughs> well, you know, we may have some new listeners. That's right. <laughs> but then we'll t- uh, touch on three A, two A. Then we'll go into our pick 'em challenge. And then we'll do our player highlights for the week and then a little college talk and then we'll wrap up. Hey, we got a new winner this week. We do. Ryan Pointer of Alma. Hey, had a good week. He had a great week. <laughs> twenty of twenty five. Yeah. The best we've had so far was was it last week was twenty two? I believe that's right. I think that's yeah. right. Because Kevin was twenty three. Yeah. Man, everybody's kicking my butt. So I know. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to take a quick break and then come back with 7A and 6A. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Maddie, start us off with 7A. little 7A action going into week four. Hard to believe it's already week four. Dude, <laughs> I was talking to somebody it's Saturday in our games, Pee Wee games. Yeah. Like, we got like four games left before it's, the playoffs. It's nuts, man. Like, we're halfway there. We wait all year for this season. and it just, <laughs> it just flies by. So sad. All right, so going into week four, uh, no shocker here. Well, maybe it is a little bit. To, we, we caught a little bit of flack for this pick, but we kept Bryant number one. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Our, our reasoning behind that, if you didn't tune in last week, is, yes, they got beat by Parkview, but I'm not sure Parkview's not the best team in the state. Well, they didn't have a problem with another 7A school. And so, with that reasoning in mind, uh, until a 7A school shows the, us that they can beat Bryant, we're going to leave them in number one. And so they were off last week, got healed up after after the loss to Parkview, and they play at Fort Smith Northside this week. Num- yep. Number two is Conway, the Wampus Cats. Went on down to Louisiana and played uh, Washita Parish. Uh, good program down there. And it was pretty tight there at the beginning, and then Conway just kind of yeah. pulled away and did what they do. That says a lot about this new age in Conway. That's right. They're just – they're tough, and they – they finish. They finish. That's right. And this team does. Well, and I'll tell you, we talked a little bit about this last week, is is the progression and the maturity that you see out of Donovan Amalo, their quarterback. That's a big deal. Man, he is he's he's grown up right before our eyes. Polished. I mean, he is. He he's making great decisions with the ball. He's taking care of the ball. He's reading coverage as well. It's just I mean, he he's taking a big step forward this year. But you you know that there's gotta be it has to have something to do with the leadership. Oh, yeah, I think you know, so. Just the, the culture that's being created there. Yeah, that's right. So, Conway is at number two, 3-0 on the season. Uh, they will play at home this week against Little Rock Southwest. Number three, Fayetteville. They were off last week, and they will play at Bentonville West this week. Fayetteville offense is rolling this year, my man. They're man, putting that, up some that numbers. Team, that team went from us not really knowing how good they were to this team may – Better, yeah, they better, can be there at the end. Better pay attention. That's right. <laughs> Number four is Bentonville. The Tigers lost a tough one to Kansas City Rockhurst, 24-21. I, I think you said they had quite a few turnovers in that game. I, I think that's what I heard. I do know that uh, I'm pretty sure Rockhurst kicked a field goal like at the buzzer. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one there. Well, Bentonville will be – uh, on the road again this week, but at Springdale Harbor this week. So, at number five, we've got Rogers. They were off last week as well, and they will be at Fort Smith's uh, south side this week, and I think that's going to be a good ball game. I think it's going to be a good game early. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, and the reason I say it is because I was well, my next point was going to be, I'm ready to see Rogers play Bentonville or Fayetteville. See what they're made of. Because I'm telling you, 
they might just be up there. They too. might, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to tell it is. until it you is. face somebody head to head. That's right. Um, but yeah, they've played good ball so far this That's year. That's right. I'm gonna tell you the the West is loaded. <laughs> they are loaded this year for sure. And number six is the Cabot Panthers. They're one and two on the season. Lost to a Rustin team down in Louisiana as well, twenty-eight to seventeen. And they will go up to Northeast Arkansas and face Jonesboro this week. Number seven is Bentonville West. They're two and one on the season. They were off last week, and like we talked about, we'll play at home against Fayetteville. Number eight is Southside, three and zero. Oh. You yeah, think? Yeah. You think Rogers going to handle them? I mean, I think it'll be good for a while. Okay. But, but I really believe that Rogers will come out by a couple a couple schools, which we're going to get into our yeah, prediction a little right. bit. Hey, let me just jump back real quick. Okay, yeah. That Bentonville West team's good. Bentonville West? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it, th- these teams that used to be the also-ran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. They're not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And and maybe there's still a little bit of separation between A little between bit of gap. Your, yeah. But it ain't near what it was. Sure. I agree with you. Number nine is North Little Rock. They're zero and three on the season, and you ask, well, why, how do you have an zero and three team at number nine in the state? Well, I mean, they've competed. They have. I mean, yeah. Even this game was close for a little while. That's right. I mean, we looked at it. What it was almost halftime, wasn't it? It was early, and yeah. they were up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So North Little Rock zero and three. They did end up losing to Parkview fifty-two to fourteen. But like Junk said, that was close early. And another thing too is that you talk about starting from scratch. Yeah. Right before the season. Sure. You know, they got Coach Sanford's back. Oh, he is. He's back as an assistant. I did not know yeah, that. He is as an assistant. Okay. He's, he's helping out. Uh, so, I'm sure there's some some normalcy coming back to that, getting used to, you know, the new coach and, and uh, Clint Reed, old Nashville boy. Yeah. It takes a little time to gel. Sure. And, 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 and that's why I think seeing what they've done early, kind of expected – but maybe they're 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 getting there. Yeah. Okay. And then rounding out our top ten going into week four, four seven a is Jonesboro one and two on the season. They did not play last week and will play home against Cat. And maybe we finally see how good Jonesboro is. Yeah, I agree. Because I think there's kind of a question mark there. Yeah. Beat beat a good six a team early uh, in West Memphis, right? Yeah. And then uh, I don't remember who else. Like Hamilton beat them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But you know we've still got them there at number ten. Uh, because there there's some some moments of of goodness. Yes. Well, and you too. And let's just be honest. I mean, you get you get below ten in and, in seven eight. Yeah. There's only sixteen teams. Right. So it, it's kind of hard at that point to figure out where the separation is. That's right. Southwest had a, a good game they Friday did. night. They're showing that they are making leaps and bounds. Absolutely. All right. So let's go to six. Let's eight. do it. All right. So, boy, Greenwood just. Mm. Playing at a high level right now, we you know we had Little Rock Christian as a favorite starting out the year, and yeah. and kind of I mean I think everybody did around the state. Oh, I think so too. And um, some people were high on Benton, but I think for the most part Conway Christian was kind of everybody kind of thought PE might be down a little bit or right. not down for PA. Sure, you know down for PA <laughs> is still a top four spot, right? Yeah. All right, uh, but yeah. And, but you look at it now, and, I mean, Greenwood's just playing at a different level. They, they are. I, as of right now, I feel like they're kind of like Parkview is uh, in their conference or their class. Like, they're just maybe a little separation between them and everybody else. Sure. All right, so we got Greenwood number one. They're 4-0 after beating Salem 48-14. to 
and they'll play at Van Buren on Friday night. And did you know that they not only won 48-14, but that was with their third-string third quarterback? quarterback yeah. <laughs> Who had a good game. Yeah. He's in, our, he's in our player yeah, stats. Yeah. <laughs> but let's be honest. Sorry. Let's be honest. There may be six quarterbacks at Greenwood. <laughs> they right. could start in a lot of schools. That's true. All right. Two, uh, number two, Pulaski Academy. They didn't play this week. 3-0. and oh, And the, probably good because they had a lot of kids. They need to get healed up. Yes. Big game Friday Huge night. Huge game. Just down I, the road. This is one of those games where it's just like, so they're going to Christian. Yeah. Beginning of the season, we would have picked Christian. Yes. Still might we pick Christian. Some might. It's like PA kind of, this is going to sound bad, but I'm just going to say it. PA kind of owns them. They have. Yeah. Other than that one year with Justice Hill. That's right. Yeah. But this is the game Christian wants to win more than any other There's game. There's no question about it. So, and it's I, at home. It's at home. Yeah. So, and 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 you, if you, I'm telling you, I'm going. Is, by the way, are you really? Yes, I'm going. Awesome. Greenberg's off, so I was gonna go to equipment. Okay, I'm going. Okay. Yeah. I, I would go with you, but I'm gonna have both my youngest two kids, <laughs> and I'm not gonna do that to I you. I think you should go to equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that. To you. My wife's got to go out of town, so. But any any normal person would look at PA and go, boy, they're banged up. And yeah. How could they keep winning? But they do. They do. They find a way, man. It's they just do. it's just a different animal. <laughs> All right. So number three, Benton, three and one. Great game. Man, what a ball Big game. Catholic thir- 49 to 42. And uh could have gone either way. Yeah. Yeah. If really you could've. look at Catholic's stat sheet, you're like, there's no way they lost. <laughs> That's right. But Benton will play at El Dorado. Oh, got a healthy Braylon Russell, too. At least healthy enough to play. Well, and I think, too, we kind of saw a, a breakout game for sophomore quarterback for Benton as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, he got his first start and kind of showed out a little bit and kind of took the reins and said, I'm not letting go of him. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, number four, Little Rock Christian, they they beat Russellville. It was early. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was close early. Yeah, it was. But, but they pulled away 40-7. to seven. Number five, Little Rock Catholic, lost – a close one to Benton, 49-42. They'll play Cersei Friday night at home. Um, Cersei team that has been playing better this year. They have been. I mean, they their sure offense have. have been putting up numbers. They have. Number six, Marion beat Jacksonville 48-13. to They'll play Green County Tech this week. Marion's 3-0. Yeah, you know, they're, they're one of those teams that I've kind of got circled. And like you're talking about earlier, got a question mark because I don't really know – how, right. how good they are. I, I, I mean, either. yeah, they're 3-0, and but – I think they're pretty good. I though. do, too. I, I mean, I think they're going to – I think the Benton-Marion game might be a, a good one. Yeah. And Catholic. Sure. All right, number seven, West Memphis, 2-1. and one. They beat Sheridan 49-21. to They'll play at Sylvan Hills. Number eight, now this is a good one here, Lake Hamilton, 2-2. Two and two. They beat Mountain Home 44-38. I I I do I I kind of thought that was going to be a good yeah game. I think we all thought it was going to yeah. be really close and it was and it was yeah. and it was and now uh, they'll go to Salem Springs Friday night Mountain Home number nine lost to Lake Hamilton by six so those teams stay right where they're at yeah sure uh, they'll play Russellville a good Russellville team this is going to be a game I think it will be I think it will be and then uh, number ten the Panthers at Greenbrier three and one. Seemed like the offense really came alive as they beat Van Buren 58-27. to Maybe it went to another level than what they've been playing at. I think they're starting to find some identity. I think you're right. You know, I think early on we kind of knew that Miles Miller and Lawson Worthy were, were great ball players. Right. Kind of had a question mark at quarterback. Well, we've right. c- come to find out that 
they're both pretty dead gum good. That's it. Well, <laughs> and they're both playing at a different level than they were three yes. weeks ago. Yeah, Kane Kane Griffin, he the seniors kind of he's kind of emerged as a leader as as we thought he would, and then Kane Richardson just brings a whole different dynamic to the game. He does, and both of them had a great game Friday night. Yes. All right. Well, that does it for six A. We're gonna take a quick break, and then when we get back, it'll be time for five A. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house, from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Collier Roofing Team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Collier Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. We're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. We got seven and six A done, and now it's on to five and four. Maddie, take it away. Man, I tell you, this is always one of my favorite classifications. Well, this used to be ours. It did, and it will be next <laughs> That's year. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just so many good teams, and like you said, Parkview's probably playing on a different level than everybody probably. else. But outside of that, there's it's just wide open. Yeah, and and hey, that Shallow Christian team's awfully good. They are very good. So our top. 10 for going into week four in 5A. No surprise, Little Rock Parkview at number one. They're 3-0 and on the season. Uh, beat North Little Rock 52-14. to And, hey, they got, a, they got a test this week. You know, I, I'm kind of anxious to see how this one turns out as they will play at home against Hot Springs. A Hot Springs team that beat a 7A school last week. They did. Uh, man. I, and, you know, Matty Ice. <laughs> hey, man. He's a gunner. He does everything. That's right. Kicks, Apparently kicks, yeah. Kicks now, too. <laughs> yeah. And as uh, one of our favorite listeners mentioned, the gates of – what was it? The, the walls of Troy. The walls of Troy. That's what it was. <laughs> the walls of Troy, the offensive line. It's, hey, man, I love it. I do, too. So, yeah. So, Little Rock Parkview will play at home against Hot Springs. That'll be a good one and uh, determine a lot for that conference. Number two is Shallow Christian, 
two and one on the season as they lost to a really good Lincoln Christian team out of Oklahoma. Uh, I bet this was a good football game to watch. Uh, Twenty to fourteen, and yes. uh, from what I understand, that Lincoln Christian bunch is pretty salty. Got to be pretty good to slow down a uh, running game there, Bo. Bo. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Shallow will be on the road this week as they will travel to take on the Sand Lizards of Dardanelle. Number three, Little Rock Mills, 4-0 on the season, beat Chapel 35-0, and got a big test this week as they will play at home against Whitehall. And so that, I think that will be a good ball game as well. Well, this Whitehall team is playing on a, on a, on a really high level right now. They are. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number four is Hot Springs, 3-0, beat Southwest 26-25 to in a barn burner, and they will play at Parkview. Number five, Pine Bluff, three and one, beat Valonia thirty-five to six, and they will travel. No, I'm sorry, they will be at home against the Hornets of Maumelle. Yeah, I, that could be a pretty good game. I think for at least a half. Yeah, I think so too. I, you know, Pine Bluff's just deep. Well, and they've just got next level athletes. So much talent. <laughs> I mean, you talk about Crutchfield and Dindy, and that's right. I mean, that's two SEC I, guys. Let me tell you. Oh, Coach Moppet down there, he's looking for some bulletin board material. I know he is. I know he's he is. He wants some material. <laughs> well, you're fixing to get two SEC guys coming. That's right. That's coming, right. Coming at you. So, uh, And then, you know, Coach Bertram down there, he's the offensive coordinator from all mail. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, sure is. I did not. Is that Neil's brother? Yeah. yeah I thought so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that would be a good one there. Number six is Joe T. Robinson. They're kind of they're kind of quietly sneaking around down there in the Boy, top ten. They, usually it's they're kind of the big talk. But yeah. It's just like, eh. We're just going to hang out here. <laughs> They're 2-1 on the season. They beat Morton 35-0, to zero, and they will uh, play at home against Chapel this week. Number seven, Hot Springs Lakeside. Probably the surprise, I would say, of 5A this year, wouldn't 100%. you? 100%. 3-0. Them in Texarkana. Yeah, 3-0 on the year, and they will play Camden Fairview at home, which I think will be – that will determine a lot in that conference. Number eight, Prairie Grove, 2-1, and one, as they lost to Tulsa Metro 48-14. to 14. I'm not sure on this Prairie Grove team yet. Yeah, you know, I think they're obviously they're they're good. They're good every year. Sure, but I don't know how good I, we haven't seen yet. Right, and I don't have down who they play. Uh, they've got. Uh, hang on, I don't either. Okay, nope. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll look it up. All right, number nine, Whitehall, three and one. Uh, they beat BB twenty-eight to twenty-one, and uh, they will play at Mills this week. And then rounding out our top ten, a new team. To our top ten is Arkansas High, 3-0 and on the season. They were off last week, and they will play at home against Magnolia. And a Magnolia team that was in our top ten. and Just laid in the egg, man. I mean, wind just thumped them. They did. You know, Texture Ken is one of those that, I mean, traditionally they're great. Oh, yeah. But, boy, lately they have been bad. They have been. I mean, bad, bad. The bad. last two years they've been really down. Right, right. Yeah. And so – we see that first week, and we're like, well, you know, we saw who they played. Yeah. And even the second week, you were like, I think we need to put them in our top ten. I yeah. was like, ah, I'm just I not ready. Not <laughs> I, had to, I had to woo Matt a little bit again. I'm just not ready yet. But then, I mean, it just at some point you're just like, hey, yeah, they keep doing it. That's right. And uh, so we 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 got them there finally. And I know, how about old how about old Coach Toddy over at Win? All the cards stacked against him, man. Hey, I tell you what. Dude is – but but are you surprised? No, but – well, I say I'm not, but with everything that he's had to face, mm-hmm. you know, had to get a brand-new field, basically. Yeah. Had a bunch of players leave the program. Yeah. I mean, he had everything he's – He's got grit, though, man. I he tell does. you, he, you know, this guy his whole life has had to be a fighter. Sure. 
I don't think that I, – I, I mean, obviously nobody's sitting there going, oh, great, I'm glad that we've got all these things we're having to deal with. <laughs> but I don't think he saw it as we're done. No, He not saw at all. it as – it probably just, dro- probably just lit the fire. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, look where they're at. That was a huge win for them. It was huge. Hey, uh, P. Ridge Friday night for Prairie Grove. Prairie Grove. Okay. And P. Ridge playing some good ball. Yeah. Is it at P. Ridge? Yeah, no, it's at uh, Prairie Grove. At Prairie Grove. Yeah. That's, a, that's an old rivalry there, so that'll, that'll be yeah, a good one. That is. All right, that'll be end up, uh, end us with 5A down yeah, to 4A. Down to 4, the number one team for the fourth straight week in yes, a row. Sir. The Malvern Leopards. Leopards. That's right. That's the Leopards. right. I, boy, I almost went blank there. Lost a close one to, to DeSoto Central. Which is a 7A school. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're in uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's another one of those games where you're like, it's a loss, but it's a win. Yeah. I mean, that's a, <laughs> I forget who DeSoto played in Arkansas. It was a bigger school. It was, I think it was a 7A school. Yeah, I think it was. And beat them worse than they beat Malvern. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, everybody okay. kind of thought that, that Malvern, you know, had a tough task and, and would probably get beat worse than they did. But Kind of like they did first week. Yeah, that's right. Against the team down there in uh, – and prosper. prosper. That's right. And they're and they're off this week. All right. So Harding Academy number two beat Boonville fifty one twenty seven. They're good. Man, they just it's it's another one of them programs. They just, they just keep on rolling. Probably gonna find themselves in in the five A next year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to believe in it. It is. So they'll play at Stuttgart and uh, I'm gonna tell you, this could be a little better game this year. I think it will be. Stuttgart's yeah. playing at a high level right yeah. now. Uh, number three, Warren is three and zero. Or they beat Star City forty four to seven, and they will play McGee at home. This Warren team, I don't don't be shocked if they're not playing the state championship. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, we as we're calling the Green Bar game, and we're we're checking scores here and there, and we look at the Warren score, and we're like, what? Like, yeah. I mean, we we all knew that or thought that Warren would win the game, but right. just the margin of victory, like every week, though. I mean, it was just that's a good Star City program. Yeah. They beat some – oh, Stuttgart. Yeah. They did the same thing. Just dumped them. Uh, number four. Now, here's one here at number four, Elkins. They're 3-0. and Let me tell you, any of these top four teams could be in the end. I agree. Uh, they play – they didn't play, but they'll play at Gravity. Number five, Stuttgart. 3-1, and beat four city 27-12. to well, As we mentioned earlier, they'll play at Harding Academy. Uh, number six, Gosnell. Okay. They didn't play. They're 3-0. and They're playing at Highland. This Highland team's not bad. No, I think it's going to be a good ball I, game. I think it will be, too. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Rivercrest did not play. They're 2-2. Two and two. I'm still not 100% sure how good this team is. Uh, they're going to play Pocahontas Friday night. There was a lot of people high on Rivercrest to start the season. But, I, and you kind of expect it every year. Yeah, and I, I saw some polls. I think they had them up there in top two or three. Right, right. I mean, yeah, yes. there were. Number eight, now here's one that's kind of surprised some people is DeWitt. They're 4-0. and oh. Uh, they beat uh, – who is it they beat? Helena West Helena. Yes, Helena West Helena, 49-14. to 14. They will play at Star City, and that's a Star City team that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Ozark, 2-1. and one. They did not play. They are at Berryville. And then to round it off, the Scrappers at number 10. Yeah. Moving back into the top that's 10. That's right. You know, never count out the Scrappers. Man, I just – it's tradition, man. Tradition. I just they've got it down there. Yeah. Three and one on the season. Beat Charleston. Yeah, twenty six, twenty one. Another. You know, it's just like last year. Last year it was they they scored at the end to beat them. Yeah, uh, they're going to play a big one Friday night though. This is going to be an interesting ball game. I tell you, this was a tough pick. You know, because Arkadelphia weather they're zero and three, right? That's right. And but they all played up. They played up every game, yep. and so it's going to be interesting to see how that translates back into their own 
classification. That's right. And not only do they play up, they play tough teams. That's right, yeah. And, and so, you know they're going to play tough defense. They're going to be well prepared. They're going to be prepared. Nashville's not as good defensively. Sure. But is a powerhouse on the offensive side of the football. So, it, it could be a great match. Yeah, I think it will be. All right, well, that's going to do it for five and four. And after this break, we'll be back with three and two. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. While we were on break... Maddie found the score that we were looking for with DeSoto Central, right? Yep. And who was it? Lost to Jones or they beat Jonesboro twenty nine to thirteen. Which is similar to that yeah. That score with Malvern. Two touchdown score against yeah. Malvern. So a seven A school and a four A school. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that kinda of tells you what they're dealing with there. Sure. And that moves us on to three A. Three A we go. Number one, Boonville, the Bearcats. One and two on the season, but they're they're another one of those teams that has played some really tough competition in the preseason before they get into conference play. So they're battle-tested. Uh, they lost to Harding Academy 51-27, to and they will play at home against Hackett this week. Number two is Prescott, 3-1 and one on the season, beat Hope 41-38 to in overtime, son. That was a game. I text uh, Coach uh, Glass. And, well, actually, he texts me the stats. And I text him back. I said, Coach, that's a great game. That's, that's a big win. That's a different Hope team. He he just text, text back and said it was a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we were watching that score all night, back and forth. It was back and forth. And, I mean, Prescott was down pretty good at one time, right? And they had kind of – Yeah, I, I don't remember off the top of my – but, yeah, that sounds right. Because I think you, you like, nudged me and, lo- yeah, like, look at, like look at this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do that when we're in the middle of our broadcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll be looking at scores, and I'll, I'll, Matt will be talking to him play by play, and I'll, I'll elbow him, and, and, and he'll look over at him. He'll kind of get, raise his eyebrows. <laughs> so, Prescott will be at home this week against Gurdon, and, you know, that's traditionally a, uh, a rivalry well, there. it used to be a really good game. Yes. Gurdon's struggled a little bit over the past couple of years. Yeah. And it doesn't help that Prescott's playing at such a high level sure. and has for a while. That's right. Number three is Salem, 4-0, the Greyhounds. Beat Walnut Ridge 28-15, to a good Walnut Ridge team, and they will play at home against the Red Devils of Atkins. Yeah, I was talking to old touchdown Brian Sims, RDP, uh, today, and 
That's a long trip. That's a long trip. What is it, about three and a half for yeah. them? And so we got seven seven classifications in, in football so that we could narrow down the travel. <laughs> right. And you got teams driving across, the, literally across the state. Sure. It makes no sense. His boy had a pretty good game last week, right? He did, and then he got hurt this week. But, I, I mean, I think he's going to be okay. Okay, good. But he didn't play much. Gotcha. Uh, he got hit pretty, pretty, pretty good. Landed pretty tough. Gotcha. Uh, on, a, on, a, on a shot he was taking as a receiver. Mm. Uh, but he, he was trying to come back, and they wouldn't let him go back in. I got you. They're like, yeah, conference next week. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Number four, Magnet Cove, 3-0. and They did not play last week. They will be at Danville to take on the Little Johns. I'm excited about this Magnet Cove team. Yeah. Number five, Hoxie. They're 4-0. Uh, kind of found their offensive rhythm this week as they beat Melbourne 42-13. to They'll be at Ryzen this week. Number six, Charleston. 0-3 on the season. They've played every every game in the offseason. It's been up a this classification. A, another Arkadelphia. It is. And they're 0-3. They lost to Nashville 26-21. And they will be at home against Greenland this week. That's not right, is it? I think it is. Is it right? Okay. I'll double check. Yeah, yeah double check so. me on that one. Number seven, Harmony Grove. 2-2 two and two, beat Cave City 42-14. to And they will be at home against Drew Central. Number eight is Walnut Ridge, three and one, lost to Salem, twenty-eight fifteen, and they will play at Palestine Wheatley. Number nine, Glenn Rose, one and two on the season, and man, you talking about a score that shocked me as they beat Fordyce thirty-eight to seven. It shocked me too, but I will say they they lost a couple tough ones early. They did, and of course, you're playing teams like Malvern. But they turned a corner. Man, like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been shocked if you told me Glen Rose beat Fordyce, but when you said it was 38-7, I was like, goodness gracious. That's right. That's right. They will be at home against Paris this week. And then rounding out our top ten, four, four a going in – or, I'm sorry, 3A going into week four is Junction City, 2-2, two and two, lost to Hainesville, Louisiana, 51-20, to 20, and they will play at Falcon. Is that Was that playing up for them – I think so, yeah. I think it was, too, because we saw them play somebody else not long ago. Yeah, uh, Pretty good loss, but, you know, we've seen what this Junction team's done already this year. Sure. So. Hey, uh, that you were right on the Greenland. Okay. It is Greenland. Okay, good deal. All right, 2A, Mineral Springs, number one. They are 4-0 now as they beat Bearden 49-8. to They have scored a lot of points already this Man, year. Man, they they the offense is just – Different yeah. level. Uh, they're well, rolling. And the defense, they've given up. You know, I think they're averaging four or five points a game. Maybe. Wow. So, playing at a high level, uh, we're going to see how they do this Friday night against a Foreman team who is really struggling right now. You know, it wasn't long ago Foreman played in the state championship. Is that right? It hasn't been that many years. Uh, but Middle Springs rolling. Number two, East Poinsett County, the Dennis Gaines Show. They're two and one as they beat Osceola 40 to 30. I think somebody picked that game. I think you did too, and I, and I was like, I get it, but that's just that's a big jump it to was. play a four A team like that. Yeah. Or they're actually three A. Three A, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so they're going. EPC is going to play Clarendon at home this week, and then the surprise for me, I guess I wasn't really shocked, but but impressed. Yeah, impressed is the word. Sure. I think Caleb Shock would say that. He just just seeing some of the things he said on on social media. He's seen what everybody over there knew that they had. Gotcha. There are a lot of doubters. Yeah. You know, after sure. after the class that they graduated. Yeah. You know, but uh, 
He I mean, knew this, this this team two years ago won one won one game. Yes. If they beat Mineral Springs, they won zero games. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean Carlisle playing at a high level, and I guess I should tell say that Carlisle beat Desark. 27 to 20 Friday night. You know, I was reading about the game a little bit before we started, and Carlisle had a 17-play, 10-minute drive to start the ball game. Is that not just as Carlisle as it gets? It is. And you talk <laughs> you talk about just ripping your soul. Oh, dude, that's, but that's how, that's, that, that's how they play ball and ha- always have, and that's just uh, imposing your will on somebody. It is. I and mean, saying, we're just going to. Walk down here. As a defense, like, you just get completely demoralized. Like, you know, yeah. gummit, we can't yeah. get off the field. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, Carlisle now is your number three team. They're three and one, and they will play Bearden Friday night. Number four, Desark, two and one, lost to Carlisle after just beating Hazen. <laughs> we talked about this, and this it's kind of a jumbled up mess right here in 2 It is every year, though. Yeah. Th- this is two-way football. Sure. I, I can't say that enough that any week, any of these top five or six teams can beat the other one, especially this year. Last year, Hazen was a little bit different. Sure. It's not that way anymore. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Mineral Springs is good, but so is EPC, and so is Carlisle and Desark <laughs> and Hazen. Uh, so uh, Desark's going to play a good Earl team Friday yes. night. Uh, number five, Hazen, three and one. They beat McCrory 46 to eight. So Hazen just goes back to doing what Hazen does. Yeah. Uh, they'll play Hampton Friday night. Conway Christian, 4-0. Let me tell you, teams in Faulkner County right now are rolling. They're playing well. They are. Uh, it's been a long time since Conway Christian and Mayflower both winning the games that they're winning. Conway Christian, 4-0, beat Derrick 16-14, had five starters out, I believe. That's right. That, that, in two ways, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. That's right. Because I think their total roster is uh, 31-ish, something yeah. like that. So, you get five kids that can't play, that's a big deal. Who are starters. Yes. And, and and looking at that score Friday night, there's another nudger. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but, you know, it makes a lot more sense. Conway Christian's off this year, this no. week, which is – Remember they picked up a game. That's with, right, that's right. A Missouri team. Some Missouri team, yeah. yeah. Which may be the same as a week to heal up. It may be. Yeah, I, the weather 3-1 and one on the season that Missouri team is. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that it's not a – you got to go play everybody to make sure, it, you yeah. know, to win a conference game. That's right. Uh, number seven, uh, Bigelow, four and zero, beat Center Point, forty to eight. That's a big win. And Over. that's going to be, you know, you're looking at that. That Conway Christian Bigelow are in the same conference, and we got them seven and eight. So <laughs> they got to play each other sometimes. That's all right. Uh, they play Mountainburg, another good team, mm-hmm. hey, a team that's that's played really well. Had a kid that we'll see in the stats in a bit. Had a great night Friday night. Uh, number eight, Mark Tree. This is a team that might be a top two or three team. Yeah. We just have, they've only played two games. That's right. Uh they are three. Three. They beat Piggott forty six to eight. They'll play at Mariana Friday night. Cross County number one, uh, number nine. They're two and one. This is a cross county team whose one loss was by seven points to Carlisle. That's true. Again, two A <laughs> football. You might they might end up being in the state championship. Well, you so, just don't know. Oh, and so we talked about this with five A. You know, after Parkview, it's kind of wide open. Well, two A is for sure wide open. Wide open. Yes. Wide open. All right. So cross county is going to play McCrory Friday night. Uh, number ten, another team who the beginning of the season you're like, eh, they're not, maybe not as good. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Hector, two and two. They beat Danville forty eight to seven. They'll play JC Westside Friday night. Probably gonna end up with another big one. Yeah, that's right. All right. So that's gonna finish up our top tens. 
We're going to get old Kevin Bo Hennon on the phone here in just a bit. Okay, Bo. Okay, Bo. When we get him on, we're going to do some picks, and we will be back after a short break. Hang on. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. We've got the one and only Kevin Bohannon. The one and only. The one and only. How you doing, Kev? Doing great, guys, and I do show up even when I don't win. I'm surprised it's gone this long without Maddie saying something about his victory. <laughs> well, hey, congratulations well, to Maddie Stats on last week's win. Thank you, it thank was you. Hard fault. It was. And, uh, I just wanted. I just want to say EPC screwed me again. <laughs> and the, the, the one week that that I go with CAC, like, you know, go go figure. Yeah. Kudos to win. You know, I, I was I was out of town. We went to Fayetteville last weekend uh, to watch the Razorbacks and watch my man Caden Wallace play. Oh, uh, Green awesome. Native. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see him on Friday and, and Saturday night. So good deal. Um, yeah, you know. Came 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 out with a zero for four effort, but he he was really glad to see me. So uh, <laughs> that's all matters. Uh, yeah, we, we we were glad to, we were glad we got to go up there and see him. He's he's had a long year, and he's about to hang it up for the fall. Well, good. He needs some rest. Yeah, he does. Well, all right. So the results of last week, I did pull out a, a narrow victory, eighteen of twenty-five, and Kevin was seventeen of twenty-five, and Junk was sixteen of twenty-five. So for the year, still a good race. I'm at seventy-four out of a hundred. Kevin's at seventy-three out of a hundred, and Junk's at sixty-nine out of one hundred. I like the uh, electric dramatic comebacks. <laughs> Charity, baby. It's like the transfer portal. That's right. <laughs> All right. So we'll get into it this week. Number one, our first game on the Pick'em Challenge is Clarendon at East Poinsett County. And I'll go first since you went first last week. All right, go for it. I'll go EPC by seven. I got EPC by six. All right, I've got EPC by 14. I like it. Number two, the Hornets of Mineral Springs will travel down to play the Gators. Yep. The Foreman Gators. I've got Mineral Springs by 13. What, what's the max we can do on a pick? 
Well, do you want me to tell you mine? Because <laughs> I picked thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, I think we have, we we've captured at thirty-five in the past. So yeah, I'm going to go with Mineral Springs by thirty-five. <laughs> they just got too much. They're the cream of the crop right now in Class Two A. So I'm going with the Hornets by thirty-five well, on the road. And, and Foreman's just really struggling right now. Yeah, yeah, they're just really beat up, struggling, can't score. It's just. Rough going right now. So, yeah, Mineral Springs will have their way. Kevin, give us – because I think that's our last 2A uh, game that we're going to pick. But we were just talking about it, like, after Mineral and maybe even throw Mineral in the mix, 2A is kind of wide open right now. What do you think? It it really is, guys. And you go into the week thinking you know, okay, this is what's going to happen. And then, bam, Carlisle, you know, pulls pulls one out and and beats Desarc. So, um, it was funny because I got a notification that McCrory was up 28 to 12 on Hazen last week. And I was like, there's no way that's possible. Obviously, it was a misprint by said media company, uh, and Hazen pulled it out. So, you know, Bigelow, you know, they're always really kind of that second tier. Yeah. They, they've always been like that go 10 and 0 and win one, lose one in the playoffs. So, you know, I think it's, you know, right up there at the top, EPC, they keep playing well. They can do a lot with Dennis Gaines. Uh, it, just like every year in 2A, it's just a matter of who's going to be healthy at the end. Everybody thought Cross County was going to come out throwing punches this year. Not really. So, uh, you know, Mineral Springs right now, to me, is head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah. What about this Mark Tree team? Well, you- I, that, that's what I was fixed to say was that, uh, you know, we talked about this a yeah. little while ago. I, Mark Tree's kind of always been that way. They come out and, you know, it's like some people have them ranked two, three, four, uh, and, and then they'll, but it seems like they just tend to slip up and lose one or two late in the season and, then it's kind of over. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that the northeast part of the state, and I don't know what it is, but it seems like there's a bubble. And it's like every sport up there because they don't they play each other. You know, they were going to play mm-hmm. Jackson uh, out of Tennessee. You know, the Hector Piggott, that's their two games right now. They're, and, you know, so who knows? You know, Piggott, they're not very good in football anymore. And Hector, eh, you know, give or take. You know, they yeah. won that one by seven. So, uh, I need a big, bigger body of work. And, and we'll find out here in the next couple of weeks. That's right. Yeah, we Earl will. Earl and Desert back-to-back weeks. Yeah. And then and also with 2-0, it's kind of like the spy movies where where they're going and they're killing all these people, but they run out of bullets after, you know, they <laughs> kill 35 people because they only had 35 bullets. Well, that's kind of what you got. I mean, Dennis Gaines gets hurt. EPC's basically yeah. just another team. Sure. You know, and, and that's the way with know, Middle Springs and all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we, we'd have that at Sylvan Hills when I was coaching there back yep. in uh, 2012-2015. We had Trajan Doss. We went 8-0 his junior year, and we got to the, the BB game, which is the ninth game. We lost by one point. He broke his arm that game. Gosh, Next week was PA. We lost. He couldn't play. Yeah. Well, we got the third seed because we were 5-2 and two and lost out on tiebreaker. We had to travel to win. So, <laughs> uh, I ain't going to talk about that. But, you know, <laughs> you know Football can just rip your heart out. It can. It really can. Uh, And this year has already been just a whirlwind in every classification. classification. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's great. I love it. I do too. Something to talk about. And, you know, especially on Fridays and going in picking games. Yeah. It's, you know, even, you know, Barry went against the family in the Hot Springs Southwest game on Friday. So, uh, luckily, he, he, he agreed with me and said. Did he wake up with a horse head in his bed? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Hot Springs pulled one out for me. Well, he did. All right, so number three, Yelville Summit at Perryville. I think this will be a pretty close game. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Mustangs by three. Yeah, I agree with you. Yelville Summit's 
schedule's been really soft to this point. So I'm going Perryville at home by four. Well, I guess I'm on Lonely Island. I've got Yellville Summit by six. Okay. Number four, Newport at Quitman. And, man, I, this is one of them. I went back and forth, back and forth. I love Coach DJ over there and what he's doing at the queue. Uh, but, man, I just – I got to go with my – I got to go with my first instinct on this one. I'm gonna go Newport by four. Yeah, I was the same way you are, Matt, and I'm I'm gonna stay with DJ in this one just because it's at home. They pulled out some magic there. I got the Bulldogs by six. All right, so I've changed my pick just because of my heart. <laughs> uh, you know, Cash Hayes is one of my boys over there. Uh, kid's a, a huge, just a giant, and a great kid, and a good football player. And of course, DJ. Uh, so I. I did. I kind of let my heart pull up. I usually don't do that, but I'm, hey, I picked equipment by one. I like it. I like it. Number five, Junction City at Falk. I'm going to go Junction City by six. Oh, wow. We're, we're dialed in tonight, Matty Stats. I got JC <laughs> by six as well. On the road. <laughs> I'll be done. I got him by eight, so I'm right behind him. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Number six, Gurdon, the Go Devils, will travel to Prescott. I've got Prescott by 16. Yeah, I, I went a little bit more liberal on my picks this week because just seeing some of the outcomes that we've had over the Greenbrier last week, 31-plus on Van Buren. So, I got I got Prescott at home by 24. Gotcha. I've got Prescott by 28. All right, number seven, Lincoln at Green Forest. I think this is going to be a good ball game, but I've got Lincoln in this one by three. Yeah, Lincoln, you know, they just keep winning. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead, Kevin, they, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, interject at any time. Yeah, Lincoln – the four, the one four A is really kind of wide open now that you got Shiloh out of there and you got P Ridge, Prairie right. Grove, all of those mainstays from ten years ago are now out of the conference. So, you know, who's it going to jump up? Elkins is obviously is the class of the conference right now, but those two, three, four spots are going to be interesting to find out. So, Lincoln's high-powered offense. I got them. They're averaging, you know, close to fifty points. They scored one hundred and forty already through three games. Wow. I've got Lincoln by twelve. And, and because of that, I have Lincoln by 18. I just think okay. they're gonna, just going to yeah. score a lot of points. Yeah. Too, many, too, yeah. too much offense. All right. Number eight, Harding Academy at Stuttgart. Stuttgart playing some good football after that lo- early loss to Warren. Yeah. Uh, but, man, Harding, just they just keep on rolling. And so, I've got Harding in this one by 10. Yeah, and if you take away the, the Warren game – uh, Stuttgart, you know, they've only given up about 13 points a game. Mm-hmm. But that, it's going to change again on Friday night. Warren, uh, Harding Academy is clicking on all cylinders. It is on the road. Last year at Harding Academy, Stuttgart had eight starters out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Mr. Josh Price, uh, he's another quarterback uh, from the 99 class uh, from from the River Valley up there. I think it's going to be tough for, for his son on Friday night. I got Harding Academy on the road by 14. And I, I'm actually picking this to be a little closer. I, I, you know, Harding County is a machine. I think the machine wins on the road with a Stuttgart team that's about back from that Warren t- game and playing at a high level right now. I've got Harding County by four. Well, and you know, you know, because we went, we we saw how tough it is to go into Stuttgart it's a tough and win. Place to play, it is. And they have good stakes down there. <laughs> uh-huh. They treat you right. They do. They treat you right. All right, number nine, Gosnell at Highland. I'm going Gosnell in this one by three. I got Gosnell by 13. Hopefully they'll be healthy. But uh, Highland, they've played above expectations this year. They have. I think the Pirates got, got a few too many weapons for them. 
I, I went with Gosnell by eight, but when I picked this game, I thought, man, Highland's not a bad football team at all. So this could be nope. could be a good one. Number 10, Harmony Grove of Haskell at Clinton. That was a, a game last week. You know, Clinton, I thought, would kind of handle Mayflower, and then Harmony Grove pulled out a big win. So uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with Harmony Grove in this one by seven. Never count out Mike Guthrie. He's my man. <laughs> He's been in the trenches, still running the Diamond T, beat CAC last week. Uh, Clinton laid an egg for me. They did. I appreciate that, guys. So, yeah, I got, I got, I got the Cardinals on the road by three. I, I, too, have the Cardinals. I mean, that was a big win, and they're playing. You know, they started off kind of rough, but they've kind of turned, made a turn, and I, I've got them by four. All right, number 11, speaking of the team that knocked off Clinton, Mayflower, the Eagles, off to a 3-0 and start for the first time in probably a long time. Let me tell you, this, this was one of the harder ones for me to beat. Yeah, so they will, travel, yep. they will travel to Pottsville, a Pottsville team that's been playing pretty good so far this year. Um, I talked to one of the members of, of the community there in Mayflower, and they said basically they just tried to keep the ball away from Clinton, and they yeah. were just – Nickel and diamond them. And Quarterback just, ran 25 times. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that against Possible, but I do think that it's going to be a good ball game, but I do have the home team in this one by three. You know, th- this is for first place in the 4-4-A. This is the craziest conference in Class 4-A with, you know, all five or six conferences that they have. We knew it was going to be kind of wide open coming in the year. Box out, of course, they got some more talent this season. Ask Harmony Grove did what they did against CAC last week. We talked about that. But I can't go against Mayflower two weeks in a row. Give me the Eagles by three. I like it. Well, listen, now, since my wife started teaching pre-K down there, the, the Mayflower's three and one. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I went back. This is junk for the win. <laughs> I have tried and tried and tried to figure out Mayflower to win this game. But it, it, to me, it really does come down to the possible being at home. And just because of that, I went with possible by two. All right. So, Kevin, you're on an island on that one. That's okay. Number 12, Nashville at Arkadelphia. And we talked about this one a little bit earlier. Um, just not sure how much defense Nashville will play in this one. Not really sure how Arkadelphia will stack up against their own classification for the first time. So, uh, this one's a little bit of a mystery to me, but I am going to go with Nashville in this one by six. Yeah. Th- th- this is the big question, Mark, and this will be the side of our Sonic Blast. Uh, on Friday as well. So, i uh, looking forward to getting down to Arkadelphia, seeing good friend Chris Babb, and seeing, you know, Nashville, seeing them up and close, and, you know, Jekyll and Hyde, who's going to show up? That's right. I do have Nashville in this one. I do think they have too many weapons. Arkadelphia 0-3 could be 0-4, but as we know, they've started out 0-5 and won a state title before. That's right. I don't think that's going to happen this year, but I got the scrap by this one was just as hard for me as Mayflower Pottsville. Uh, and I and I went back and forth on this. I told Maddie earlier, you know, Arkadelphia, they're going to be prepared. They're going to play. They're, you know they're going to play good defense. You know, there's a question mark about the offense. But, you know, Nashville's struggled defensively. And uh, I went with the home team again. I went with Arkadelphia by two. All right. Number 13, DeWitt at Star City, a Star City team that took one on the chin last week. DeWitt playing at a high level. I'm going to go with – D. Witt in this one by eight. The Dragons could be starting five and zero. Oh. They're averaging forty three and a half points a game. I don't know. Tommy Cody's doing a great job down there. Yes. Star City, they just lost so much since last season. So yeah, give me uh, Dewitt on the road by twenty four. 
Well, especially after that that loss Star City took Friday night. Yeah. I mean, they, they really got hammered. Uh, I, I went with DeWitt by seven. All right, number 14, McGee at Warren. Warren's just got too many weapons in this one. I've got the Lumberjacks by 14. Yeah, I got Warren by 20. You know, this is a game that normally you'd say, man, this might be a 7- to 10-point game. Uh, but, man, it's just not this year. I got Warren by 21. Okay, number 15, Camden Fairview at Hot Springs Lakeside. And this was a game that I kind of went back and forth on because, I, I mean – Yes, Lakeside has played well so far this season, but I don't really know how good or how bad Cannon Fairview is. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. You know, it's at one one point lost to El Dorado, and then you know they did beat Arkadelphia earlier in the year. So I kind of went back and forth on this one, but in the end, I went Hot Springs Lakeside by six. Yeah, this is one. Both teams have one point losses on the year. One of them's to a four A school, albeit they're number one. Another one's to a six A school. I think Camden's athletes. Even though Lakeside does have a lot, they like to spread the field and they will think and dunk your tail down the down the field all night long. Kenny Fairview will roll up and play man coverage and make them work for it. I'm mm. going with the Cardinals by six. I like that pick. All right. Well, let me tell you, if you think the if you don't think the five A South is loaded this year, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean, they're from top to bottom. Yeah, they are absolutely loaded this year. Yeah, uh, somebody's going to be left out. That, yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, you figure Parkview is going to run away. And then, you know, you got Lakeside, Hot Springs, Texarkana, Magnolia, and Cannon February all playing for the three spots. Yeah. I've yeah. got this one here. I, I'm I'm taking Lakeside. I think they're going to win this one. They're the home team. They've been playing. They've been scoring a lot of points. I'm going to pick them by 14. All right. Number 16, right. Whitehall at Mills. I think this is going to be another good ball game. Um, you know, look at some of the stats and what Whitehall did offensively last week. Mills does it every week. Every week. So, this is this could be a shootout. So, But I'm going to go with Mills, the home team in this one. I've got Mills by seven. Yeah, Mills averaging over 40 points a game, and the defense is showing up. You know, two weeks ago, uh only gave up, what, eight points to BB in the shutout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watson Chapel last week, which, you know, it's saying a little bit when you give up eight points in two weeks. So, That's right. Uh, give me the comments by home at by 10. I have Mills by 16. You know, they're they're just – you know, last year we kept waiting for them to lose and they just didn't for a long time. Yeah. And this year I'm not yeah. playing – I'm not playing that game. <laughs> uh, they, they've proven – you know, there were some questions early on about who was going to catch the ball, but they've proven they can score at a high level and they're playing defense. I picked Mills by 16. All right. Number 17, Maumelle at Pine Bluff. I think Pine Bluff just got different level athletes this year. I've got Pine Bluff in this one by seven. Yep. Pine Bluff is where Maumelle wants to be. And That's right. Coach Maupin sees the athletes and sees what Michael Williams has done down there, and they're just not there yet. You know, young team, young quarterback, uh, they're going to take their lumps, may get in the playoffs, but uh, won't, won't, won't get one this weekend. I got the Z's by 14. I, I agree with you a 1,000% in what you just said, and I think that the trend is is going upward. I think that Coach yeah. Maupin's going, got them trending in the right way. Uh, this one, I agree, though. This is going to be a little – uh, Pine Bush has got too much right now, and they're they're going to win by. I got them by eight. All right, eighteen. Magnolia at Arkansas High. Man, that you talking about the shocker of the week for me last week was Magnolia laying yeah, an egg. I mean, I just did not see that one coming. Uh, Arkansas High playing at a, a really high level so far this year, but I do think we find out what kind of heart and what kind of grit Magnolia's got to bounce back from that that loss last week. But I do have Arkansas High in this one by four. I think it's going to be a fairly close ball game. 
Yeah, and it could be. Uh, if you would have asked me last week at this time, I would have said, yeah, give me Arkansas High by four, by seven. Uh, Cortland Loudermill, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run through him. They, they, He's not the only one they got, though. They got a really good backfield, uh, and it's at Arkansas High. That's a tough place to play, tough mm-hmm. place to win. Uh, give me the Razorbacks by 21. Okay, so I, so first of all, let me say, if anybody can – can beat, uh, can win a fight against Chuck Norris, it might be Clay Toddy. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to piggyback off of that with, I agree, you know, Kevin, you're right. Like, I could see this, after seeing Wynn score the, the, that point, the sure. points on Magnolia like that, this running attack at Arkansas High could be really, really good, but they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I'm still leaving it Arkansas High by three. But don't be shocked if Kevin's right. Yeah, and, I, you know, one thing, and we kind of saw this out of Magnolia last year. You yeah, know, we did. We thought they were going to be really oh, good. They went up there and beat Wynn. Yeah, really that, talented. You know. And then they just they couldn't get it done down the stretch. That's right. All right. Yeah, and that, the back half of that conference schedule just really, you know, jump up and bit them. But, guys, just think of it. Arkansas High, they played Watson Chapel, Hamburg, and Arkansas. That's right. All three schools, basically, classifications are lower. Right. They used to start out with Texas High, Liberty <laughs> yes. Hilo, yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. PG, not yeah. the same Texarkana, but yeah, it's yeah, Pleasant Grove. All right, number nineteen. This is this ought to be a good one here. I'm really excited about our boys down there, old Matty Ice. Old Matty. Hot Springs will travel to Little Rock Parkview. Man, I just you know I think in the end Parkview is just too much for them. But I don't be surprised Hot Springs don't put up a fight for a while. Okay. But I do have Parkview in this one by thirteen. Yeah, both defenses will get tested. I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of athletes on the field. Uh, great comeback win by the Trojans last week, but Parkview is just too much. They're the number one team in the state right now. So I got the Patriots at home by 10. All right, let me tell you, if you, I, I've never met the man. I know he listens to the show, but Matty Ice's dad, who is also Matt, uh, he gave me I, – I asked him for stats. Uh, so I reached out to him, and he – he gave me a rundown, dude. I, I would, I want to send you this. He sent me because it'll get you like it made me want to go fight somebody. <laughs> he, he just kind of gave us a rundown on what all went down, you know, kind of went down Friday night, and he talked about the what do you call it? The I, I miss, I can't remember again. The the walls of the Troy. walls of Troy. <laughs> talking about their offensive line and, and uh, Matty Ice is kicking uh, the kickers out, so he's kicking extra points. Missed a field goal from like forty seven. Yeah, yeah, off the middle bar. <laughs> there, you talk about he painted a great picture, and he was. It wasn't like my my kid's the greatest that's ever walked. He was, you know, he was he was he. You could tell he's proud dad, but he was also complimentary yeah. of the rest of the team that's right. and just and just was fired up. But anyway, I, I am going to go with Parkview by fourteen on this one. But I do hope one day I get to meet meet Maddie's dad because I <laughs> I think he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> All right, number twenty, Harrison at Farmington. This ought to be a dandy here. I do have the Goblins in this one. I've got Harrison by ten. Yeah, I, I too have Harrison by 10. Farmington is just too beat up right now. They're too beat up, and I think that Harrison last game showed us they're better than we thought they were. I've got Harrison by 7. Absolutely. You know, it means a lot having Coach Keelan back up there. And, it does. And the tradition. He knows He knows what Harrison football is about. And he's right. got them going. Number 21, Benton at El Dorado. I've got Benton by 13. Yeah, Benton, Benton flexed your muscle a little bit last week, having Brother Russell back. Uh when he's back, they're good, and they definitely showed it putting up 49 against that really stout Catholic defense. Uh, Benton's defense, still questionable. I know 
Uh, Brooks Ward had a really good night for Catholic, three touchdowns, 179 yards receiving. So, and they get 400 through the air for Catholic, which was awesome. Mm. But Benton's firepower is too much. They're going to beat El Dorado at Memorial Stadium, and I got them by 14. I've got Benton by 16. All right, number 22, Cersei at Little Rock Catholic. Uh, a Cersei team that's putting up some points offensively. Uh, be interesting to see how Little Rock Catholic handles that loss last week, an emotional game. But I do have Catholic in this one by six. Uh, yeah. I got Catholic by six as well. It's going to be a tough bounce back. Uh, but Gene Bay can do it. My man, John Fogelman, can do it. I, I'll be honest. I'm a little shocked that y'all, after seeing the stat line, I'm going to tell you, if you looked at the stats, you would have never thought Catholic lost that game. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah. I've, I've got Catholic by 14. Okay. Number 23, uh, big rivalry here. Pulaski Academy Ooh, travels just down the road, Highway 10, at Little Rock Christian. Man, you know, we talked about it earlier. Beginning of the season, I would have picked Christian. But I just don't, I just don't think they can get it done. I've got PA in this one by six. So this is this is the one game that I went back and forth on because I don't think I've ever picked against Plasky Academy in my life. But, <laughs> uh, Not many people have. Yeah, right. It, it's just a bad bet. <laughs> you want to keep the house. Uh, Little Rock Christian can score. We know they can. Walker White, you know, he's got his targets, and it's that Little Rock Christian. It's happened before. I think it'll happen again. Give me the Warriors by four. I like it. I went PA by two. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. I'm going to go to that one, Kevin. So, uh, it, it ought to be a fun one. Yeah, right. it will be. We're, we're going to stop by on our way back to Markadelphia. I'm going to hit that up before we get back to the studio. For sure. Well, so, I'm, I'm going to have both my youngest two kids Friday night. So, Matt invited me to go to equipment instead. <laughs> <laughs> Number 24, Russellville at Mountain Home. And this will be a big game in the 6A West to determine seating uh, for the playoffs. I think this is going to be a great ball game. You know, uh, Mountain Home lost a close one last week to Lake Hamilton, and, and Russellville has played tough against Christian and PA to start the game. But I think Mountain Home pulls this one off at the end. I got Mountain Home by three. Yeah, it's Mountain Home struggled last. They struggled in the beginning last week. They made the comeback, lost by six, 44-38. Uh, Russ Vegas jumped out. Tracy Daniels had 287-yard performance. That's really kind of in the past now. That offense has really kind of sputtered since then. I've got Mountain Home at, at home by three. And I have the, what are they, the Bombers? Yep. Yeah, I got the yep. Bombers by one. All right, I like it. And the last game for our Pick'em Challenge this week is Rodgers at Fort Smith Southside. I've got Rodgers in this one by three. This will go a long way. And I, you know, are, are this early in the year, but Rodgers got that two seed last year. It was really important for him. Uh, this will go away towards playoff seating. Southside is having some success, uh, not like they did in the late 80s, early 90s, but starting out 3-0, and putting up points, uh, averaging, you know, right about 43 a game. But I've got Rodgers. The, the defense is what does, that's what sealed the deal for me. I've got Rodgers by seven. So you're saying this ain't Barry Lunny's success? <laughs> this ain't Barry Lunny's <laughs> rebels, no. <laughs> I got Rodgers by six. Well, Kevin, we kind of talked about that 7A Central up there. I mean, the 7A West up there. And, you know, you got Fayetteville playing at a high level, Bentonville, Rogers. It's just kind of – we don't really know what to make of it right now. Yeah, and that, it's always like this every year because there's going to be two that really stand out above the rest. And 
it hasn't really been like that right now. You got three teams that are three and zero. Right. You'll have you'll have one left after this weekend because two of them are playing each other in Southside and Rogers. That's right. Fayetteville's offense is, I mean, that Drake Lindsey's playing at a high level. The he Minnesota is. Go for commit. I mean, fifty something points a game. I think they scored fifty every time out this year. So, uh, big big game for them against Bentonville West. Uh, but you know, what they did against Northside, and I know Northside is down. You know. They're not as good as what we thought they were. But the first week against Cabot, hitting on all cylinders, blow, blow out North Little Rock by 38. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the game against Northside was uncontested from the start. So, uh, really interested to see how that shakes out because they got a three-week stretch right here. Fayetteville's got Bentonville West. Then they got Rogers, who Rogers won last year mm-hmm. to clinch that two seed. Then they got Fort, Fort Smith Southside. So then they got Bentonville. Oof. Four big games right there. So the Wild Wild West will be decided here in, in the next month. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, All man. right, Kevin. Well, man, I appreciate you joining us again. It'll be another fun week of pickums, and we'll see who gets the W this week. Yeah, we'll be listening for that's you right. Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be live from Arcadelphia for our Sonic Blast. So uh, if you get a chance, get out and see some great high school football. That's Thanks, right. Guys. Thanks, Kevin. He's always so good. He's so knowledgeable. Yeah. And I love the pickums. That's my favorite. I know you like the stats, <laughs> but I love the pickums. Yeah, it's fun. No doubt about it. All right. So we're going to get into player highlights from last week in week three. And I'll start us out at Monticello. Brooks Bowman was 10 of 15 for 199 yards, two touchdowns. Evan Beeler, five catches, 106 yards, one touchdown, five tackles. Tijon Tinsley, 12 tackles, one interception. One fumble recovery and one catch for 34 yards. And then Leighton Nichols had 15 tackles. Hey, I'm going to mention the kid that, that his stats, he only had seven ta- – Lucas Sims, okay, Atkins, mm-hmm. seven tackles. Uh, he's played at a high level this year. He has. He really has. And he got hurt Friday night. So, seven tackles with not much time. Yeah. Uh, but watch for this kid. I wanted to give him a shout because he's playing really well. They're, they're kind of getting some things together. Also from Atkins, hey – this kid playing quarterback, Cole, Cole Crawford, 20 of 35, 265 yards, four touchdowns. What a night. That's a heck and then, of a game. And then Tanner Hegeman from Atkins, four catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, don't be surprised if Atkins doesn't turn the corner, uh, you know, later on in this year and then really watch out for him next year. Well, they're really young. Yes, really young. All right, in Mineral Springs. Down there in Hornet country, Malik Matthews, five carries, 130 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. KT Thomas gets it done every week for the Hornets. Ten carries, 85 yards, one touchdown. Also had one catch for 45 yards and a score and a fumble recovery. And their quarterback down there, Evan Irwin, was six of seven, 156 yards, three touchdowns, and a two-point conversion. Well, they really spread it out, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a different kid every week. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Pierce Shades over in Prescott, 14 of 23, 196 yards, three touchdowns, 56 yards, rushing in a touchdown. Great night for the Curly Wolf quarterback. Janoa Harris at Prescott, 21 carries, 126 yards, two touchdowns. Dwayne White in Prescott, seven catches, 113 yards, one touchdown, one carry for 23 yards. Caven Gully from Prescott, three catches, 33 yards, and two scores. All right, over in Lake Hamilton, Hayden Barton, 25 yards, 125 carries, 142 yards, one touchdown, one catch for 21 yards. Easton Hurley, the quarterback there for the Wolves, 9 of 12, 150 yards, and one touchdown. All right, over in CAC, 
Even though it was a loss, they had some big stats. Grayson Wilson, CAC, 14 and 19, 253 yards, three touchdowns, and he also got one on the ground. Tyler Blakely at CAC, two catches, 93 yards, two touchdowns. Josiah Warrior Benson, CAC, four catches, 112 yards, one touchdown, and maybe the best name of the night, <laughs> Warrior Benson. Uh, Jacob Henry, 21 tackles and a kickoff return for a touchdown. That's pretty impressive. It is. Over in Blyville, Courtney Rogers, 25 tackles, two hurries, and a fumble recovery. He spent a lot of time on the ground. He did. That's right. <laughs> Zane Widener over at Clinton, seven carries, 75 yards, one touchdown, two catches, 28 yards, seven tackles. And a sack. Great night, even though it was a, a tough loss. Dawson Burgess, six catches, 87 yards, three touchdowns, and five tackles. In Mayflower, Frankie Fennell, four for eight, 45 yards, one touchdown, had 25 carries for 148 yards and three scores. Aturo Acosta, 14 carries, 114 yards, and one touchdown. You know, you're not going to lose many many games when your quarterback runs it 25 times for 148 yards. <laughs> That's right. Joseph Jones, Dumas. Had one passing touchdown and two on the ground. Over in Conway, Donovan Amalo, the quarterback there, 17 of 25 for 245 yards. His third game in a row with five passing touchdowns. Uh, he's just playing at a different level. Nine carries for 25 yards and a score. Hey, real quick, do, do, is there any talk of where he may play ball next year? You know, he's getting some looks, but I, I don't think it's any anything big time. He will. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Surely. Somebody will take a chance on <laughs> it. you think so. Chris O'Neill, Conway, six catches, 152 yards, and three scores. And Des Davidson, 14 carries for 54 yards, one touchdown, and also had a catch for five yards. The rushing trio or, or duo, sorry, at Nashville, the scrappers Trey Dick, Trey Hopkins. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> Trey Hopkins, 18 carries, 126 yards, and then Tucker Dixon, eight carries, 108 yards. What a great night for both of those kids. Carson Chambers, Nat from Nashville, the quarterback was six of 14. 111 yards, two touchdowns. He also had 10 carries for 53 yards and two touchdowns. And then Kaysen Morgan from Nashville, three catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns on the defensive side of the ball. Zacchaeus Harris, nine tackles, four sacks, and six hurries. Man, that's impressive. That's a good night defensively. <laughs> like he was in their backfield more than they were. More than they were. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that earlier. I was like, four sacks and six hurries? That's hey, insane. Let, let me tell you uh, – <laughs> Something to make you laugh a little bit. Clint, you know, my 10-year-old, he said, Dad, you know where my favorite position is? I said, what? He said, the other team's quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Over in Marion, Ashton Gray, 147 yards rushing with three touchdowns and also threw for a touchdown. Over in Boxside, Garrett Oliver, 24 tackles. Let me tell you, Boxside had a bunch of tackles Friday night. They did. 24 tackles, one fumble recovery. Hunter McWilliams, Boxside, 20 tackles. Marcus Wimberly, Future Razorback, 12 tackles, three rushing touchdowns. There was another kid, I think, but I just ran out of room. Right? <laughs> In Benton, Braylon Russell, another court, uh, Razorback commit. 30 carries, 146 yards, and three touchdowns in their big win. And then, well, like we talked about, Drew Davis, their quarterback, kind of a breakout game for him. 21 of 33, 334 yards, four touchdowns, and also carried it seven times for 60 yards. Maddox Davis had 12 catches for 149 yards and four touchdowns for Benton, and Elias Payne, seven catches for 171 yards. Says a lot about a sophomore quarterback come out and lead to a win like Absolutely that. Absolutely, it does. 
All right, over in Cersei, Tyler Strickland, 13 and 19, 137 yards, one touchdown, eight carries, 83 yards, and one score. Ricky Love at Cersei, 19 carries, 89 yards, and four touchdowns. Over at Catholic, Jackson, England, you talk about some stats. Jackson, England was 22 of 37 for 437 yards, six touchdowns, and also carried it eight times for 24 yards rushing. Brooks Ward, Catholic, eight catches, 179 yards, and three touchdowns. Mr. Thomas Dutch, five catches, 100 yards, and two scores. Over in Murfreesboro, the Rattlers. Leighton Wilcher, four of seven, 58 yards, one touchdown, four carries, 51 yards, one touchdown. Brent Stevens for the Rattlers, 16 carries, 97 yards, one score. Lathan Compton, seven carries, 43 yards, and two touchdowns. Here's a good stat line for you from Whitehall. Noah Smith, 11 of 13 for 195 yards, three touchdowns, and also had 15 carries for 131 yards. Wow. And then Jaden Smith from Whitehall had 23 carries for 250 yards and three scores. They almost had 400 yards rushing right there. Yeah. Over at Greenwood, the third string, isn't that right? Quarterback yeah. Scott Holland. 7 of 13, 78 yards, three touchdowns throwing the football. Impressive. Yeah. Braden Davis, 19 carries, 245 yards, three touchdowns, two catches for five yards and a score. And then Grant Carnes at Greenwood, four catches, 61 yards and two touchdowns. Owen Miller at Harding Academy, you talk about efficiency. 20 of 24, 277 yards and four touchdowns and four carries for 29 yards. It's just another week over there for I mean, him. That kid does not – he doesn't know how to throw an incomplete pass. No, not many. <laughs> Kyle Hoover at Harding Academy, nine catches for 137 yards and three scores. And Isaac Baker, 10 carries, 123 yards and two touchdowns. Over at Mountainburg, Ryan Allen, 14 of 20 for 217 yards. Two touchdowns. He ran the ball 22 times for 140 yards and two touchdowns. And then Shea Pixley, six catches, 137 yards. Eric McGee at Parkview was 8 of 17 for 191 yards and two scores. He also had two rushing touchdowns. Omarion Robinson, two catches, 143 yards and one touchdown. Cam Settles had 10 carries for 130 yards and two scores. And Jaden Ashford, 11 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. Yellville Summits, Landon Keeter, 24 carries, 182 yards, two touchdowns. Adam Stewart, 100 yards, interception for a touchdown. Some of my boys over here in Greenbrier, oh, Mr. Yeah. Kane Griffin, 11 of 18 for 249 yards and three touchdowns. Also had 10 carries for 80 yards. Uh, Kane Richardson had a good night as well, 5 of 7 for 82 yards, two touchdowns, seven carries for 45 yards and a score on the ground. And Miles Miller, and you can't really appreciate this stat line unless you saw it in person because some of the catches <laughs> were, unreal. were unreal. He had nine catches for 218 yards, four touchdowns, and also had a carry for 17 yards. Achilles Ringo, the quarterback down there at Mills, 10 of 23, 270 yards, four touchdowns. In Camden Fairview, Daryl Atkins Jr., 9 of 15, 174 yards, and three scores. All right, over in Hoxie, Caden Glenn. 137 yards, one touchdown. Cam Brooks at Hoxie, 16 carries, 139 yards, two touchdowns. And Conway Christian to round out our player stats for the week. Kyle Kane, five catches for 94 yards and a touchdown in their win over hey, Dirks. I do have a couple of add-ons. Okay. Sorry. No, I love it. T.J. Hodges from Mark Tree. Kid ran the ball for 205 yards, five touchdowns on six carries. <laughs> That's insane. That's called real good. Getting it done. And then – my man, Matty Ice Contrarian yep. from Hot Springs, 13 of 24, 150 yards passing, six rushes for 76 yards and two rushing touchdowns. 
Very nice. Yep. And also took over kicking duties. So bring us to our week three players of the week. And by the way, week zero, one, and two shirts went out last week. We've already started getting them back. We started getting some pictures back. So please send us those pictures and we'll get them posted. Please. We want them. (laughs) So take us through our players of the week. So 2A, TJ Hodges from Mark Tree. How do you not go with anybody else? 3A, Pierce Yates from Prescott. 4A, Owen Miller from Harding Academy. 5A, quarterback from Whitehall, Noah Smith. 6A, Greenbrier's Miles Miller. And 7A from Conway, Chris O'Neill. I love it. Congratulations to those guys, and be on the lookout for your T-shirts. It's coming. And we'll be right back after this break to finish up with a little college talk. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Once again, it's just me and old Maddie Stats Wilcox. We're going to talk a little college ball. We are, and unfortunately, we not have, much college ball. <laughs> we, we have to talk about the Hogs, and I've got on my notes. Yikes! Ah, we're in trouble, Bubba. Well, you know, we've got to figure out the offensive line Big in time. a week, and, and that's just not possible. Yeah, you know, we lost a. 38-31 to a BYU team that probably not as good as they were last year. No. And then now we've got to go to yeah. LSU at 6 o'clock, and they're averaging 537 points yeah. a game. and they just got off a game. Of, uh, just an impressive win. And let me say, I don't like to like to name names about kids. Sure. So I'm not going to, but, but we've got an issue in the offensive line. When your better players are getting that many holding penalties, that that means that they don't believe they can beat the guy in front of them. That's right. If it's one, okay. That's going Maybe to happen. two. Yeah. But when it's consistent, that means they don't think they can beat that guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's a problem. Yeah, you, you don't really hold unless you're getting beat. That's right. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I'm just a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. I had high expectations for this bunch. I really thought the offensive line would gel and be, be better than they are. We're supposed to. So, that what I've been told all leading up to it was, we're too deep at the offensive line for the first time in forever. Yeah. And, you well, know, we might as well be four deep if that's as good as it gets. Yeah, and I, I just don't think that – and I, like I said, I'm not going to call out any names. I don't think the hunger's quite there for no. some of the players that it was. Mm-hmm. If you can't get men, mentally ready on a fourth down to just blow people's 
back. Now, granted, that wasn't all their fault. That that should have never happened. Terrible play call. Terrible. Yeah. But and we almost did it again. Yeah. I know. I, but let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> we we said we weren't going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. <laughs> all right. So uh, we talked a little bit about UCA at the beginning of the show. They will be at home on the stripes this week. Y'all come out if you get a chance to watch the Bears. Yeah, I Re- can't wait, man. Really good team. Uh, they will be playing another good team in Abilene Christian. So should be a good ball game there. Uh, in the GAC. Got some good teams in Arkansas. Well, we do. We o- do. OBU beat SAU 52-24. to Carter McElhaney, old Greenbrier Panther. Yes. He was the GAC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. Freshman. Had a 53-yard kickoff return, almost took to the house, and also had a 78-yard touchdown catch. Catch. So, uh, you know, it's funny. When the season starts, you're just like, man, it would be awesome if he got to play some. Yeah. He's making a difference. And then that turned into yeah. lighting it up. I saw Rex Nelson uh, posted something. He said, I think he may be the fastest player to ever play at OBU. OBU will be at UAM this week, so big game there. Harding beat UAM 59-19. to They will be at Henderson State. Big game right here. That's a tough one there. Henderson State beat Arkansas Tech, which this score kind of surprised me, 27-24. to and then Arkansas Tech lost to Henderson State, and they will be at, at at SAU this week. And then ASU beat Stony Brook for their first win of the year, thirty-one to seven. Yeah, and they will play Southern Miss. Let me just tell you on that Harding game, you know Henderson slipped up and beat them last year. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up. You got anything else? That's it, man. Hey, y'all, get out and support your local high school teams. Man, you're going, we're going to blink, and it's going to be over. Take so. your kids. Yes. All right, well, we'll check you all next week. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, Give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com.